Front Porch Radio presents Circle Unbroken with Taft Ayers. I was standing by my window on one cold and cloudy day when I saw that hers come rolling for to carry my mother away Will the circle Welcome in to Circle Unbroken. I'm your host Taft Ayers. Excited to get today going. I hope you're excited by tuning in to this podcast or tuning in to this radio program. Today we are pumped because we are hearing some of your voices. Today's episode is a mailbag episode. Questions that we have received via email, via speaking engagements, via our small group trainings that we do. And we'll talk a little bit more about those during our session here today. But as always, I'm welcome in by my man, Coach Mike. Hello, how are you doing today? How are you, partner? I'm fantastic. Fantastic. I, and I'm fantastic when I have Magic Mike with me. All right? <laughs> so it's go time. So as you know, when you have a mailbag format, it's kind of a, a dear Abby, a, you know, a mailbag, a circle unbroken. We have grown over six months. We have grown our subscribers. Um, we have grown, as we've mentioned before, our opportunities to go and speak um, at different formats. And I love doing this at churches businesses, teams, etc. If you would like to book that for your group or organization, you can hit us. You, you can email me. That's Taft, T-A-F-T, at KennedyBroadcasting.com. And some of our different questions have come in the format of that. Well, they'll, they'll type that in and, and type in mailbag in the subject and give it to us. Some I have had phone calls about. Some I have had when I do a Q&A and I'm speaking and I talk about, what would you like to hear on the podcast or what would be good for you? And then so we get these different questions. And so today we have a handful of questions from people that care about Circle Unbroken, from people that have come into our realm and have grown. And we're thankful for you. I say this all the time. I'm thankful for you because I like to eat and live indoors, and I like for my kids to be able to do that also. And so you caring about our program matters to me, matters to us, and so we want to say thank you. And it's really interesting, Coach, the handful of questions that we have gathered for today's episode of Mailbag really, it's wild, really touch on some of the different topics that, that we cover with Circle and Broken, meaning we talk about faith, business, and community. And so it kind of goes hand in hand with the speeches that I make and then also with the audience that we're building that, that we would have a multi-pronged list of questions from real listeners. And so I'm excited about yeah, this today. It's kind of it's going to be kind of interesting to hear, you know. And, and I'll be honest with you, you haven't not shared these questions Correct. with me, so Correct. I'm going to be flying off the. These are just flying coming, off the cuff here. These are coming as, in, and we don't have prepared answers either. So, uh, but but yeah, it's it's going to be interesting to hear what, uh, what right. the world out there uh, has to ask about us and, and stuff. Well, let's get it going. Number one, all right. First question that we have today, and some of these come in the form of questions. Some of them are statements. Some of them uh, will be typed out to me. And I'll just say thoughts. You know, or help, you know, at the end of it. And so here's our first one. And this comes from a local business owner. Okay. And here's what he says. I can't get people to show up to work. Dot, dot, dot. Help. I've tried 
everything. And then here's what he goes on to say. This is the real pain point. This is the reason that he has this question. He says this, overtime is killing me. And so what this gentleman is saying here at the very end, he's saying, I am paying people to pick up the slack. Overtime's killing me. And so he feels it every payday. And I've oftentimes said that if there are people that have not ever had to hit a payday or meet a payday as far as making payday on a deadline and making sure your employees are paid, if you've never had to do that in any way, slow up talking to me about economics and all the things because that, that is a challenge. Uh, and I don't think, I don't, I'm not so sure you should be able to really criticize the government. Now, maybe have some opinions, but not put them on blast until you've tried to make a payday. But that's another subject for another program. But so we look at this and here's what he says. I can't get people to show up to work. Help. I've tried everything and overtime is killing me. Coach, you heard this problem before? People oh, yeah. Saying this? Uh, yeah. I've, I've heard a lot of it, and, mm-hmm. and especially uh, it's become pre- uh, prevalent since the pandemic. Sure. And I think a lot of people got a reorientation as to what their what was important to them. Right. And, and so – you know, you got people that were at one point they were working, willing to work two and three jobs. They Correct. were willing to work extra hours and, or work at a job that was not necessarily what they wanted to do, but mm-hmm. it was a means to an end. Right, right. And the pandemic somehow, and I, I'll be honest with you, I don't know how. I don't know how this happened, other than, you know, they couldn't work. You know, they were not allowed to go to work, and so they had to come up with ways. And all of a sudden, they figured out they could do a lot of this stuff from home. Mm, that's exactly right. And, or, and uh, I will say this, the government handouts were, were detrimental to the job, to the job market. Uh, but those handouts have stopped. Sure. And, uh, but it's, there's, there's a, there's been a new, uh, a new attitude about work since the pandemic. And I, I wish I had a pat, I wish I had a one pat answer for this guy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, which you know, I don't know if you've got one or sure, not, but I sure. don't. Um, it, it's it's a it's a different world that I'm you know I'm I'm having to adjust to right. as well, right? And uh, I've had that same problem as a teacher, and it was find something that was going to that was important to them to motivate them. Um, again, as an employer, sometimes you're limited in that idea because. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, what may be important to them is not something you can offer. Well, and I totally understand maybe you know him saying overtime is killing me. I, well, yeah, I, he's, he's got it. It sounds like he's got a core group of people that are loyal and are working and are willing to yes to do that. Yes, but he doesn't have enough of them. Well, and, and that's and that's the and there's the rub. Yeah, and you nailed it, Coach, because that's the path I want to take. It if I if I die and you'll you'll notice I do this in questions. I will diagnose what people are saying. I will say, okay, you said this, so this means that right Mm -hmm. and so overtime is killing me so you're obviously paying somebody you're paying people and the job is getting done what's killing you is the rate in which because overtime i love getting overtime right but paying them that is different that and probably he's he's getting ready to face if he hadn't already faced it the burnout Correct from, from the people, you know. Correct. Overtime's great until mm-hmm. you've done it for six weeks. Correct. Yeah. Well, until it also yeah. feels mandatory, right? Because it and, doesn't and really feel like overtime when yeah. it's 
and, and but but when you've done it, you know, you you've we've worked at sixty hour week, yep. or you've worked at you know, was it forty is the standard? So you worked at fifty hour week, six weeks in a row. Yes, you know, yeah. and now it's you know, yeah, it was fun. It was boy that that time and a half paycheck or whatever the arrangement they typically have sounds you know is really nice, but uh, at the same time, it's. Again, that the reorientation. Mm-hmm. You know, sometimes that time and a half just isn't worth what I'm, what it's costing me otherwise. And there, and there's the, there's the difference. Uh, people have reoriented their what's important to them, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and money right now doesn't seem to be the major draw or the the major motivator anymore. And, and that's a that's different for businesses. Sure, um, you know. And, and what you do to to address that? I, mean, I don't know that you need to fix it necessarily. Sure. Uh, I don't know that that's a that's all a ba- that all of it's bad, mm-hmm. but it it is a has created somewhat of a crisis. Well, and I think he has an operative suggestion in his statement because when he says, "I've tried everything," that we we say that a lot. I've tried yeah. everything. Well. You haven't, because there's always somebody else who's doing something. And if you've tried everything, then there's nothing to ask. And so he's asking, hey, give me some more, right? He's tried everything. I think the best way to put this would be, I've tried everything, parenthetically, that I can think of. And so here's what it says. He starts by saying, I can't get people to show up to work. Help, I've tried everything. Overtime is killing me. Overtime, you're paying people. So there's somebody there. Then, as Coach points out, you're on the verge of potential burnout because, hey, if everybody's having to do it, then you may be left with nobody, and he seems to realize this. So this is my suggestion to him. The suggestion is take an evaluation of the people that are there. Why are they showing up? Why are those people there? And then watch this. Can you find ways to duplicate them? Can you look at who you've got and say, hey, why are they here? And maybe you have to ask yourself that externally as the boss or the team leader. And then maybe some internal evaluation. Hey, I in the have a lunch. Hey, I'm really glad that you all are here right now. And I know I say that sometimes, but I want to feed you today. And then let's have like a town hall. And then find out from those people why they show up. Like, like what is it about them? that makes them come, that makes them loyal, that makes them faithful. And then with your leadership team, however many that might be, okay? Maybe it's yourself in a mirror if you're running a small business, but whoever it might be, have a conversation about how do I replicate those people? Because maybe, indeed, maybe trying to get people from from outside that have other ways or that aren't motivated or that can leave, you know, whenever they want to, maybe you've got to look at who you got and think, how can I duplicate those people? That's what I would do if I were coaching a team. Um, that's what I would do if I was putting my own core group together as I would say, Hey, I really like this. I need another X, Y, and Z. Now don't throw individuality out the window, right. all the different creative talents, but from a core DNA there's obviously some core value that he has that's making people show up for this. And that while they're a small group and not a big group, what's the core component to them that could entice people to show up? Study what you got. Kind of yeah. like in sales. Take care of the customers you have if you, if you want to grow and you want to get more. 
Well, there's there's also the idea, you know, that for for a long time the business model was the more I can offer to my customers in quantity, the more I'm going to attract different people, and and it was kind of like, okay, if I you know, if I'm if I'm a hamburger place, if I can if I can offer chicken or I can offer pizza or something like that along with it, then I'm going to get more people, right, and. Of course, then then it necessitated more equipment, more people. Sure. Because now you now you got the hamburger group that's already, that you've already got, but now you got to get this chicken group and you've got to get these pizza group and stuff. You might need to reevaluate your business model and just come back to okay, to maintain my business and to be really really good. Do I need to trim off a little bit of what I'm trying? You know, where I'm not maybe offering as much, but what I do offer. I offer really well. Right. Right. Zone and zoom zone, in. Zoom yeah, in yeah, yeah. on what you're good right. at. Right. You know, right. as a as a coach, we we a lot of times we have to do that. We we look and we got this core core kid, you know, core kids that are really good, but you know, we don't have much size. Right. So running a power eye offense just isn't gonna <laughs> get it done anymore. Sure. So we, I got to come a little bit different. Yeah, yeah. Yes, my end result, put the ball in the end zone, is the is the goal. It, that that hasn't changed, but I may need to change the way I'm going about it. Um, and like I said, again, come back to the way I go about it. Is is there part of your business that can be done remotely? Right, right. Uh, if there isn't, then acknowledge that and, and set your model towards it. But at the same time, is there stuff? You know, does your bookkeeper have to be in the office? Can they do their job with a computer? If you buy them a computer, you know, that's less expense than right. buying a, than, than paying for an office space. And can they, you know, can your bookkeeper do their job from home? Right. What other tactics can you use? Yeah, what other, yeah, what, yeah, what, what other methods can yeah, you sure. use? Sure. Number one, to eliminate the overtime part. Right. See, there's, right. So if you're cutting back on what you're trying to do, then maybe you don't have to spend as much time doing it. But at the same time, also give the people that you are able to keep mm-hmm. some flexibility sure. in, in, in doing things. But that's also something you might be able to offer the new people coming in. Mm-hmm. Hey, mm-hmm. yeah, a, a different, different working model. Now right. – Right again, I, I I'll be one of the first. You know, you can't do that all the time. You, right, you know, there, there's you know McDonald's. You, you got to stand in front of a a fryer. You got to stand in front of the, the grill and and cook hamburger. You can't do that from home. Right, you got to yeah. do that. Yeah, yeah. There's your essentials. There's non negotiables. But but could your like you said, could your bookkeeper, could your uh, your supply person work? Mm-hmm. from a different place mm-hmm. or or something like that or work with some flexibility right. i think uh, the, before the pandemic one of the big things was they called it flex time you know especially for working mothers right was you know as long as you got your job done you know the nature of your job is not set on the clock or by you know as a school teacher by the bell yes yes as, so as long as you're getting your job done every day at home you know, you could work two hours in the morning, take some time off to go be with your kids, work one or two hours in the afternoon, maybe work two or three hours in the evening after the kids go to bed. But you got your eight hours in there somehow. Right. Right. You know, is there is there something in your in your business model that can do that? Right. And you offer that to either. To, <clears throat> I would start with your current employees and say, hey, 
you know, I'm looking at this. Are you willing to to look at this with me? Yeah, this this is a conversation. And then, and then if we if we can make this work, then I will I will kind of keep that in my file of okay, when I hire new people, this is something we can offer mm-hmm. that's different. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. And give you the flexibility to be at home, be with your kids, take trips. Right. Take take spontaneous quality of life makes yeah. it better because uh, I think that's where a lot of people started. They started noticing when they were stuck at home with the pandemic, they had to go do something. They'd hop in their car and they'd go on trips, and, you know, because you could stay in your car. You right. were allowed to stay in your right. car. Yeah, well, and it's worth it's worth an evaluation <laughs> at least looking. to look at it. Yeah, well, and, and there's you have to explore. You have to look at every piece. Yeah, get outside the box a little bit. Right, right, and and that's and sometimes that's tough to do especially if if your model has worked for a mm-hmm. long time and now all of a sudden it's not right and, and you're not comfortable with that as, as the employer or as the as the supervisor that's 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 a tough reach and you know so you know as, as coaches i've had to do that a lot i've had to go into systems that you know go go use offensive programs and, and defensive programs that I just, uh, man, this isn't what I grew right, up with. And right. this isn't, uh, but this is what, this might work with what I have available to me. And that's what happens with the business owner. The business owner, you'll watch them look at somebody else. And it, sometimes it can be this anxiety feeling of you're, you're really anxious because you look over and you say, so-and-so hired people. They hire people. They got people showing up to work. Why can I not? And sometimes you got to evaluate why people are going over there, and it might not be just money. But, but what I've noticed again since the pandemic, mm-hmm. it's not that you know I'm not getting the employees, mm-hmm. and they are right. It's nobody's getting the employees. Right, right. Everybody's having the same problems. Uh, you know, going to a restaurant nowadays, it, it's. It's really odd. You walk in, and half the tables are empty, but sure. you still got a twenty-minute wait. Right, and everybody's talking about. And, you hold on, I got five tables empty. Oh, yeah, but we don't have a waiter. To, we, you know, we don't have a waiter to cover. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay, all right. I, I see. You know, uh, you know, and, and and that's industry wide. Right. It's it's right. not. You know, it's not okay. You know, Chili's is doing a better job than Logan's. Right. In, in this. No, they both have the same problem. Well, and you've got to ask yourself the question, with the people that you have, what what are you doing with them? If you talk about taking care of them, you mentioned McDonald's earlier. If you walk into a McDonald's now, people, if you've been inside recently, there are different kiosks where you can put in your order. But if you look around, there's still the same amount of employees that there were beforehand. McDonald's has not yeah. cut them. What they've done is they did a company-wide survey. Reoriented them. Yeah, yeah, they found out there were people there that wanted to serve more, and they even referenced Chick-fil-A where they get to come out and be hospitable with mm-hmm. people. Now, that affects the kind of person you're hiring right. from, from being interfacing. But they did that, and if you'll notice, there's more people floating at a McDonald's that will come out and take care of you and come out and yeah, you can take your order. You can put your order in and they'll be out here. And so evaluate, this is the answer to this first mailbag question, evaluate who you got, evaluate how you can get them. And then say this, what's our DNA 
that makes people keep coming back. We want you to know here in Circle and Broken, we love hearing from you. And so to Joe, business owner who actually made this submission, we are pulling for you. We know overtime's killing you, but look at those people and try to get more in there. We'll be back on Circle Unbroken. Torino Baliardo, return to Nashville with a concert that will take you on a trip down memory lane. The Gypsy Kings will be performing their greatest hits November 4th at TPAC Andrew Jackson Hall. For you to dance and enjoy an unforgettable night. Tickets on sale through ToninoBaliardo.com. A loud and live production. Is this the year to get a John Deere compact tractor from TriGreen? Well, you know they're tried and true machines that are built to last. Now's the time to get a compact tractor with 0% for 84-month financing with no money down. When you get a 3025E with a loader for $280 a month, that's a price that just won't last long. We also have a 1025R tractor starting at $231 per month or choose $1,500 cash discount. Either one can make your year. Visit TriGreenEquipment.com to learn more. Offerings July 31, 2023. Some restrictions apply. See dealer for details. This is Coach Traders Golf from Columbia Central High School Football. You are listening to 101.7 WKOM in Columbia, Tennessee. Hi, I'm Robert Rogers at Parks Motor Sales Buick GMC. Parks Motor Sales was founded by my granddad, Bobby Parks, and my great-granddad, Julian Mays, in 1958. We've been family-owned the whole time, and being family-owned, locally-owned, means you get to get your next vehicle or your existing vehicle serviced by the same people who stand in the grocery line with you, drop their kids off at the same school you do, and smile and are happy to see you when they do. So come see us at Parks Motor Sales in Columbia, Tennessee, on 919 Nashville Highway or parksmotorsales.com. Are you thinking about a new fence? Maybe you need a pole barn. Then you should give Sands Fence Company a call. That's 931-309-1644. Will Sands has built his business based on the principles of honesty, quality, and integrity. Sands Fence Company has been in business for over 20 years, providing the community with farm, residential, and commercial fencing, as well as pole barns and buildings. Call today for a free estimate. Sands Fence Company, 931-309-1644. 931-309-1644. Hi, I'm Steve, the Garbage Man. Are you new to Murray County? We want to welcome you and your family. We are a local residential garbage service, and we want to be your garbage man. We've been around for over 30 years, so we have a reputation. Check us out at garbagemaninc.com or call Mike at 931-540-0919. You could also ask your neighbor. 931-540-0919. Hi, Terry Tillis from Tillis Jewelry. When you think of diamonds, what do you think of? Rare, precious, timeless, sparkles like the sun. They're timeless and nothing like them on earth. Then do you think, where do I buy local to buy the perfect ring? Maybe a diamond pendant or earrings or maybe a new diamond band. Look no further. Tillis Jewelry carries all your diamond and jewelry needs. Stop by and see our wonderful collection. And remember, if you don't know your diamonds, know your jeweler. Tillis Jewelry, downtown Columbia. American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning is built to a higher standard, so you can focus on the problems in your life that actually matter, like the stair that only creaks when everyone else in the house is asleep. American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning, built to a higher standard. 
call Davis Heating and Cooling at 931-388-2090 for all your home comfort needs. Davis Heating and Cooling is your local American standard dealer and proudly serves the Murray County area. Find Davis Heating and Cooling online and on Facebook or call today, 388-2090. This is Elk Kennedy. The old saying is, happy wife, happy life couldn't be more true. Many years ago, my wife, Mary Susan, had major surgery on her back but continued with chronic pain. Doctors were saying invalid, disabled. But then she found the Dr. Gill Center for Back, Neck, and Chronic Pain in Franklin, Tennessee. It has changed our lives. We visited there recently with Dr. Wendy Tui, saw the state-of-the-art facilities. Folks, don't take a pill. Call Dr. Gill. Go to callmepainfree.com. Do you have trees that need trimming or removed? Do you have stumps that you want ground? A1 Tree Removal is a family-owned and operated business local to Columbia and Lewisburg and servicing surrounding Middle Tennessee. They are licensed and insured and provide free estimates. No job is too big. No tree is too small. Give old Luke a call or text Luke at 931-359-3113. Or you can check them out on Facebook and tell A1 Tree Removal that you heard this ad on the radio. If you love America, you will love A1 Tree Removal. This is Trip Stoltz with Columbia Ace Hardware. I love listening to 101.7 WKOM-FM, Columbia, Tennessee. We are back. You are back. We're all here together on Circle Unbroken. I am your host, Taft Ayers. I joked with Coach earlier that I was going to uh, do my deep voice, and so I just wanted to try it out, Coach. Coach, I'm glad you're here, boss. Glad to be here. <laughs> I think we nailed it the first break, man. Yeah. When Right before the first break in our session, we talked about – we did a whole question on a business owner who said here on our mailbag episode that he can't get people to show up to work. Overtime was killing him, and he said he tried everything. And so we hope that we gave him a practical answer based on stuff that we've seen. That's and maybe all, some unpractical yeah, answers. That, that's all we – yeah. May, maybe he heard it and said, this is rich. This is what I need to do. Or maybe he said, that's why you're on the microphone and not in my factory. I don't know. I don't know. But, we, hey, we've both spent a lot of time in factories and with businesses before. So we are a voice of the people here for sure. We are not just in an ivory tower throwing out advice. That is a guarantee. All right, our next mailbag question today comes from a lady. And I thought when I first received this one that it was a young lady based on the tone at the beginning of the question. At the end of this question, there's a chance that she's got a little age on her, a chance. And so let me go ahead and read this one for you. The town I live in is boring. To to me, I hear that at the beginning, and maybe it's with the dad in me. I hear my kids saying that's boring, okay? The town that I, and not that old people can't be bored, okay? But the town I live in is boring. Nobody in leadership seems to care. Help me. Bring life here, exclamation point. Then she hits me with this one at the end. I want my kids to return here one day. So you, you see the shift for me? This, <coughs> this could be a young mother, don't get me wrong, um, who's just looking at it. But a, a lot of young mothers I see as they're just trying to make it. They, they don't always, they're not always thinking about 20 years down the road right. with their kids. So whatever it is, 
Um, this sister says to us, the town that I live in is boring. Nobody in leadership seems to care. And so help me bring life here. Wow. I mean, there's so much wrapped up in this. And then she says, I want this to be a place that my kids return to one day. Again, I've got to dissect her statement. It feels like she has seen other people go other places, meaning you grow up and you leave here and you don't come back. All right, to, to whatever town that this is. It also screams to me a small town. Now, it screams to me a smaller town in size because in bigger metropolises, there's a lot to do. But then also, not a lot of people in a bigger city seem to feel like their voice will make a difference quick, quickly. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't hear people in Nashville saying, leaders don't care that this place is terrible. Uh, you know, in Nashville, yeah. it's go find do, for instance. Right. And so I know that we broadcast out of, you know, a relative small town, c- comparatively speaking. And so I look at this, and I'm just going to use our local context here, okay? Based on this submission, I didn't go through IP addresses and all that and find out where it comes from, but I think we can make some application. She says that the town is boring, and nobody seems to care. I think you got to ask yourself the question, if you're saying that nobody in leadership seems to care, number one, what do you think leadership cares about? Like, wait, if you're able to make that evaluation and say, this town's boring and no one in leadership seems to care, number one, I want to take this lady and say, you're to be applauded for your care, for, to care like this. You're saying, hey, I want to stay here and I want to invest. I want to make it better. I hope that you submit a question like this and you have done something. You have tried something. Because I'm really good at this, Coach. I'm really good at saying, this is terrible. What have you done? Well, absolutely nothing, right? I hope there's been some investment here, yeah, number that, one. That's one of the first things that, you know, the first thing that came to my mind mm-hmm. was, okay, the leadership doesn't seem to care. Right. Become the leadership. Correct. <laughs> Correct. Yeah. You know, and, and okay, run against some, and, and run on a platform of I'm going to bring, I want to bring some stuff here. Sure. You know, sure. I want to, I want to, you know, Hey, we, we need community involvement. We need to, we need to revitalize this. We need to do something here and see if there's, because leadership will respond to the constituents. Absolutely. And so if you can if you can motivate the people around you to hey yeah we you're right we're boring we need to go we need to go do something mm-hmm. okay then let's do something right put a neighborhood get together together you know and, and and make it an annual event put a you know you know we we laughed for a long time but man you know you know, celebrate the mule right <laughs> right look at us now yeah look at it now you know uh you know find something Right. In your community that you're maybe what your community is known for. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Is is it or is it if not, create something. Correct. Correct. I meet more people now out of our small town when I'm when I'm in a meeting in a bigger city that surrounds us. And there are now people in twenty twenty three that will say to me, I had this conversation last night, they will say, I've been meaning to get down to Columbia. Well, people used to not say that. And that, I've been meaning to get there because you know of something, you have seen something. To your point about Mule Day, there were people that would say, oh, yeah, Columbia Mule Day, that sounds like a blast. And then yesterday as I'm walking into the office on our front sidewalk out here, there was a lady I could not get around. And I couldn't tell where she was walking and if she was coming down our sidewalk. And she stops right where our turn to the building is, and she pulls out her phone. 
And in this day and age, you know, our town mm-hmm. has made news for lots of things. And so I didn't know she was a reporter or what she was doing. She pulls her phone out. I was ready to get interviewed. And she pulls her phone out, and she's taking a picture of a mural on the pizza place yeah. next door because it's a big, you know, mom, Paul mule in that mural. Yeah. And, and so you, you see progression that somebody took that and made it fun, turned right. it into something that, that was fun, that was entertaining. And I love what you said, Coach. It doesn't have to be – here's what I would love to say to her. It doesn't have to be grandiose. You can do fun things on a small level and grow let them. It, and let it kind of get its own momentum. Correct. You know, say, hey, man, we had a great time doing this. Hey, help me next year. Yes. And, and then say, hey, what, you know, what, what else could we do? Right, right. And, and start letting that kind of – Sure. You know, get the snowball rolling and, and see how mm-hmm. it, how it can grow from there. But it almost sounds to me, again, if you're that anxious or not anxious, but if you're that you know bored with what's going on, it's it's time for you to step into the leadership Amen. and find out why. Right. Find right. out. You know, okay. Step in there. Okay. Maybe maybe there is a budgetary problem within the city. Okay. Once once I know that, now I can address it. And I can do something about it, uh, or I, you know, come in with a, with mm-hmm. a different idea, right? And just because that's one of the first things I was ever taught, you know, by my parents and stuff. Be very very careful about complaining without a solution. Right. Right. Oh, absolutely. You know, have a solution. If you're going to complain, have a solution. Mm-hmm. Now, mm-hmm. the solution may not work. But at least have you know at least have a have a solution to the complaint. Otherwise, you're just wasting both of our time. And you've got two options. You can two good options, I think. Yeah, you can leave. You you can yeah. leave. And if you're miserable and you hate it there, there's there's a chance that you should. Or you stay and make it better. Like you stay and make it better, which as you is said to me is the better option. You know, sure. Again, you, you. She seems to love her town. Correct. A lot of care. Just yeah, but it's yeah. What do we do on Saturday night? What do we do on mm-hmm. Friday night? Mm-hmm. Okay, uh, put a get a neighborhood barbecue together. Right. Call about four or five of your neighbors, and then hey, it worked in this one. Hey, let's do this again next month, or right. let's do this in a couple of months, right. and, and invite you know. Okay, you do this, you do this, and, and let's invite the other neighborhood over here. Right. Yeah. And then okay, now it becomes a, a little bit bigger deal. And hey, can we throw in some horseshoe match? Can we throw in a horseshoe tournament, or can we throw in a, you know, a cornhole tournament? You put a cornhole like board that. up anywhere. Yeah, a right. tournament you know, to benefit X, Y, and Z. Uh, and then, and by the way, you know, the next time around, the the, the third or fourth time around, say, hey, let, let's let's have a raffle. Mm-hmm. Let's mm-hmm. go. You know, hey, will so and so? Will you throw in a basket full of stuff? And you know, hey, go over here to this appliance place. Hey, will you throw in a TV or something like right. that? Right. Right, uh, you know, and let's let's have a big raffle here. Uh, and again, I'm just throwing out you know what I call spitballing sure, ideas out there. It doesn't have to doesn't have to always involve money. In fact, very few times will money be the solution mm-hmm. to the problem. Right, it's involvement. Well, and, and and a way to do that with involvement is if you go to leadership, if you decide to go that route, find. I've always found this to work. Find a need. 
address that need where everyone volunteer to, do it. to address the need. Yes, and hey, here's how we're we bored. Hey, can I put together a community? Can we throw a downtown celebration together? Mm-hmm. Hey, I'll. I'll help organize it if you'll right. if you'll give me the if you'll give me the permission that I need to have from the you know if there is permission you may not have sure. to have it find right. out if you have to yeah. have it tell me what permit I need yeah if I need a permit if I don't then don't wait on don't wait on leadership to do it right oh yeah and I have this and, mantra in life yeah if money's an issue if and I, I don't mean this to be shady or to set up something that's pseudo and not real. But if money is an issue, find a need and connect it to that. Yeah. I want to have such and such festival. Oh, well, we don't know if we got – okay. Well, what if I connected it to the Boys and Girls Club? What if I connected it to the local food pantry? And then all of a sudden, you're helping people yeah. and having fun together. Right. And that moves people's needle a little bit more. When people come into our studio and talk about schools a Schools have done that for yeah. a long time. You know, have yes. the, you've, you've, you've heard, you know, especially elementary schools, they'll have the fall festival. And, right. And you go to the fall festival, then – you know, it's the little pegboard games and it's the ring toss sure. games and, and, you know, little simple games, but everybody knows why they're there mm-hmm. and they're willing to spend money on it or they're willing to do stuff, but they're having a good time with each other. And it becomes the, that festival now becomes the focal point of that period. Right. The, 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 the fundraiser for the PTO or whatever is kind of a sidelight. It's the festival now. Right. Absolutely. And and so there and there's that thing to look forward to to get people involved in it. And again, it's not all that expensive. It's just it's a matter of getting people involved. And it'll make and your community people, better. Most people will do things, you know, I need a volunteer to do this. Okay. Nine times out of ten you're not gonna get anybody sure. say that. But if I go and I say, Taft, I need some help doing this, will you help me do this? Well, you have very few times will Taft respond, you know, oh, no, I, I just mm-hmm. can't, you know, no. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you might, you're going to get a few, we'll do that. But if, you know, my dad used to call this buttonholing people, you, you'd stick your finger in their buttonhole, you know, and, and you, uh, you know, you directly ask somebody, you know, you ask for the general volunteers, no one's going to step up. Right. You ask an individual to help you out, nine times out of 10, they will. Right. Oh, dude, man. And, I and so, agree. Um, you know, do that. And again, don't get grandiose. Start small. Right. Right. Start small. You start with the neighborhood. Start with, you know, and then, hey, this works. This great. You know, hey, this was great. Uh, you know, or you might, hey, this just didn't pan out. Okay. Go back to the drawing board and try again. Yeah. See, see what you can do. Do something else. See what you can you do. You know, and, and, but hey, this worked. And if we did if we did this just a little bit different, this would be even better. Mm. Okay, the people that came, hey, what would what would be just a little bit better? Hey, could you help? Can you help me do that? Now? Right, you know, <laughs> right, yeah. Let's let's recruit. Well, before we go yeah. to break here, Coach, I want to hit them with the third question, and then we'll bring it in. Okay, third question: I coach my daughter's youth team. These other parents are only in it for the snacks. How do I get them to commit to winning? 
Everything seems to be a waste of time. We just discussed fruit snacks and sign-up sheets. This is a really fun question that we are going to jump in here. It could also maybe be a psych session uh, for this specific person because you may have to check yourself and say, what is it that I care about versus these parents? But we're going to explore that when we come back on Circle Unbroken. We want you to know we love your contributions to Mailbag. We'll talk soon. Bye and bye, Lord. Jim Ross, and you are listening to Front Porch Radio, WKOM 101.7, located in Columbia, Tennessee. Celebrate you with a new vehicle from Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram of Columbia. We have a huge selection of new vehicles waiting for you. We're talking cars, trucks, and SUVs. And if you're in the business of selling your vehicle, we've got you covered. We'll buy from you even if you don't buy from us. At Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram of Columbia, we're locally owned and operated and proud to serve our community as the largest CDJR dealership in Tennessee. Find your new ride today when you visit Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram of Columbia. I'm Barbara Lincoln with Holland's Pharmacy. We have advertised with WKRM and WKOM for the past several years and found it to be very successful. I highly recommend advertising with them if you have a local business like ours. We're located at 1608 Hatcher Lane here in Columbia. We're open Monday through Friday from 8 to 6 and Saturdays from 8 to 2. Stop by Holland's for all your prescription needs where we have fast, friendly, courteous service. We custom fit support hosts for you also. Thanks for supporting Holland's and WKRM and WKOM. For 40 years, the Jewelers Bench has worked hard for their customers and provided the highest quality jewelry at the best price. They keep going back. Recent renovations have allowed them to expand their inventory. More high quality jewelry, custom vintage and estate pieces, and professional jewelry and watch repairs. They also buy gold. The Jewelers Bench, still here, still great service. 808 Trotwood Avenue, Columbia. Hey, this is Derek Ransom with Ten Pin Alley, voted number one family entertainment center in Murray County. We offer 32 bowling lanes, giant arcade, laser tag, bumper cars, and a full cafe and bar menu. We also specialize in group events, kids and adult birthday parties, company parties, sports team parties, and holiday parties. We're located at 322 East James Campbell Boulevard in Columbia. Call us today at 931-381-BOWL or visit us at 10pin.com. Ten Pin Alley, it's where the good times roll. In today's uncertain world, you can never be too careful about your family's financial future. That's why the Parker Group, a part of Baird's Private Wealth Management, is offering a free second opinion on your financial plans. Let us review your current plan, and we will identify any gaps and offer suggestions to improve it. Please call the Parker Group at 931-548-3737. That's 931-548-3737. Robert W. Baird and Company Incorporated does not offer tax or legal advice. This is Mark Curry at the Trailer Store. We are a local, family-owned business. Every day, I work with my wife, Susie, my mother, Becky, and my son, Justin. We offer a full line of lawnmower trailers, utility trailers, stock trailers, and a full line of trailer parts. We also offer service. Come see us at 1021 New Lewisburg Highway. Call us at 931-381-2795. That's 931-381-2795. Farmer Johnny here, Taylor Family Farm. I'm going to give you all a little look-see. 
We raise 100% non-GMO, grass-fed beef, pasture chicken, and pork on our family farm. Everything that we grow is raised with love and care to ensure the highest quality and nutrition for our family and customers. You can shop online at taylorfamilyfarmtn.com or visit our farm store in person at Etheridge, Tennessee at 301 Dave Reisner Road. That's taylorfamilyfarmtn.com for more information. Did you know that 70% of Americans age 65 or older will need some form of long-term care in their lives? And even more frightening, 7 out of 10 people who go into long-term care will become completely impoverished within one year. It doesn't need to be that way. You do not need to go broke in the nursing home. Call Prochowski Estate Law to learn how you can protect your life savings and hard-earned property from the high cost of long-term care. Call me at 931-363-7222. This is Delk Kennedy, owner of Kennedy Broadcasting Company, operator of WKRM, historically 1340 AM, now 103.7 FM, and WKOM, 101.7 FM. We call ourselves Front Porch Radio, and I've said many times what that means. It means that we are working to connect this southern Middle Tennessee community, one listener, one relationship at a time. And let me elaborate on what that means. In this community, we will relentlessly promote jobs, commerce, business, industry, education, arts, green space, music, rivers, the great outdoors, healthcare, churches, charity, sports, and all the great people of Southern Middle Tennessee. Join us, help us, call us. Front Porch Radio, Delk Kennedy, thank you for listening. This is Coach Devin Simler from Columbia Central Baseball. You are listening to 101.7 WKOM in Columbia, Tennessee. Welcome back to our final installment today of Circle Unbroken, where we discuss all things family, faith, business, community, teams, schools, employees, all the things that we have here with Circle Unbroken. And as we come back in today, I would like to kick it over for a moment to Coach Mike with a special announcement for you. Yeah, we'd like to remind everybody that the Gypsy Kings are coming to Nashville this November 4th. That's a Saturday. Mark your calendar. Saturday, November 4th. Gypsy Kings will be coming to TPAC Andrew Jackson Hall, uh, performing all their greatest hits. Uh, some of those hits that you may have heard on the radio at one time or another, Bombaleo, Valari, and, and, and some others. Uh, they they worked on different movies um, and have done soundtracks with these these groups. Just a really really unique uh, group um, here here in the United States. They're a Spanish speaking group, but they're such they're so strong in their rhythm, so strong in their music that it's a it's entertaining for anybody. It'd be a great night of live music with a very high energy group. Tickets and details are available at toninabayardo.com, allowed in live production. And as, as we've been saying before, stay tuned to 101.7 WKOM because we're going to have some free tickets to this show that we're going to start giving away a little closer to the time of the show itself. Uh, so be listening for those, uh, for those details. 
again, Saturday, November 4th, the Gypsy Kings coming to uh, TPAC Andrew Jackson Hall in Nashville. Mark your calendar. Right on. Gypsy Kings, November 4th. Thank you, Coach. Today's episode, we have been focusing on our mailbag, which is different questions submitted to us by different folks who follow along with Circle Unbroken. We mentioned earlier that if you ever want to submit a mailbag inquiry, question, thought, or idea, you can send it to Taft at kennedybroadcasting.com that's also where you can go to book different speaking sessions small group trainings or anything like that that we could do for your group of any size and organization and i would love to talk to you there as a part of circle unbroken in our work here at kennedy broadcasting if you were with us before the break you heard our next mailbag question and i'd like to read this one to you and then we're going to jump into that and we're going to really try to dissect this question while also answering it in a good way i coach my daughter's youth team is what they start off by saying these other parents are only in it for the snacks and I love some snacks. How do I get them to commit to winning? Everything seems to be a waste of time. We just discuss fruit snacks and sign-up sheets. Now, we may all hear this and, and hear the actual question that's embedded in the middle of this rant. Okay, There's a rant on the front end about these parents are only in it for the snacks, and then there's a back-end rant that says this. Everything seems to be a waste of time. We just discuss fruit snacks and sign-up sheets. And then in the middle of that sandwich, there is a question. And the question in the middle says this. How do I get them to commit to winning? We're going to explore this. Who? The parents? The kids? Your your players? Your constituents, your little soldiers who whatever age they are might just care about fruit snacks, might just care about the snow cone after the game. When I read this, first and foremost, it's almost as though the person with the submission, and I don't know your heart, but it feels like you are upset that they are treating this, are you ready? Like it's a game. Like like that they're they're playing games. What, what I hear in this is a coach who says this. I coach, now here's what he says. I coach my daughter's youth team. When I hear that you coach your daughter's youth team, people usually don't describe paid positions and a youth team like together. So I feel like you're a volunteer. Okay. So you're number one, hear this, sir or ma'am, hear this. Your livelihood is not tied to the success of that team, okay? Because you described it as a youth team. People people who are coaching at schools and their jobs and their livelihood are connected to the success of the program usually don't describe it as a youth team, okay? Secondly, I read this and I hear, I can't get them to commit to this. All they do is talk about fruit snacks and sign-up sheets, all of these different things. First of all, I can't stand the the aspect of youth coaching now where we have these platforms. I, we have these platforms where it's a group me or remind me app and all these things. And I'm the kind coach that I will send people a direct message. And the reason that I do is 
I don't want to spend 30 minutes reading text on my phone about fruit snacks. So I'll give, I'll give that to him. I, I, I don't want that. I, I love the fact that my wife can take care of that. She can call up some ladies and say, bam, 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 will you do this, this, and this. The next part of this is I've got to find out what this person's real issue is because my son plays, all my kids play on all these different teams, but one of my sons plays on this team, and he is on a travel team that exists it exists in this town, and I'm putting this out there on the mic, right? I got a mic. Might as well say it. He exists, and this team exists because of a dinner I went to with the coach of another team who, as we were deciding things about who was going to make this team, at, dude, I'm ta- first grade, coach. As he was talking about who was going to make it, he made this statement. And I'm, I'll try not to do their voice, okay? But this was the statement. I want my child to be surrounded by winners. I wanted to be surrounded by winners. And if we're going to make this team, I'm like, dude, dude, they're they're children. Like, I love to tell you that all my kids are winners, but guess what? They're they're human. And if that's the qualification, you don't get to have a team because they're just kids, right? And so I'm not somebody that doesn't understand competitive sports. I'm not somebody that doesn't like to win. But I hear this the same way I heard that that day. How do I get people to be winners? How do I get people to to step up there and really go for the gold? Wait, and then gold is plastic, sucker. All right, right? Like you're not you're not going for gold. You're not. And so this just feels it's a fun question to me. But how do I get them to commit to winning? I'm gonna kick it over a coach. What do you think, sir? Wow. Uh, again, uh, and let's say this: I'm coming from the perspective that coaching was my profession. Of course. Okay, and yes, a lot of my jobs depended on whether I won or lost, and and I'll just say that. Going in, though, again, youth league, at what age are we talking about, you know, where is, what's the purpose behind your involvement, mom and dad? You know, are you wanting validation for you and your child is just the tool to get there? If that's the case, you, you need to reorient yourself. Sure. Okay. One of the most, you know, I, I was on a fairly successful, uh, you know, youth program in, in, in baseball and football uh, growing up. And our coach, you know, made a speech, you know, it was to the kids, but it was also, he, he brought mom and dad in to surround the kids. He had the kids down in the huddle and he said, mom and dad, every, I want everybody in here. He said, we got two big goals here. Mm-hmm. He said, number one, we're going to learn how to play the game. We're going to try to learn how to play this game right and safe. And he says, number two, we're going to have fun. Correct. We're going to try to, we're going to, try to have fun here. He says, now, uh, he goes, then, he goes, if we can manage those two things, if we can learn how to play the game right and have fun, the scoreboard will take care of itself. And that was the last time he ever talked about the score. Oh, yeah. You know, that was literally, for the, for the, the four or five years I played on that little league team or, or – wasn't strictly little league. It was a smaller. You know, it was a youth group. He never mentioned wins and losses. It was, are we getting better? Are we having a good time? And he couched a lot of this stuff in. You know, we would do basic drills and stuff, but we would also play a game. You know, for you know, for, for like the infielders, he would set up a uh, a net, you know, and, or a bucket. You know, a lot of times it was a barrel. 
because you know, we were smaller kids anyway. Right. And he'd he'd line up everybody over there, and he said, "Okay, we got to run. We we got to run six times around the infield." He said, "I'm going to roll everybody a ground ball, and you got to throw it every time you hit that bucket." I take one off. Okay. Every time you miss, I add one on. Right. And we're right. starting at, or I think we started at five, you know, and there were 10 of us on or 12 of us on the team. So he just rolled at number one, we're catching ground balls and he would correct, you know, our technique if we needed to and stuff, but we were catching ground balls, stand up and throwing. And if you could hit the trash can, I think it was a trash can instead of a bucket. If you could hit that trash can, that's a pretty accurate throw as far as throwing to somebody like at first base or something Absolutely. like that. But it was, you know, you, we'd hit the bucket. Yeah, all right, we got one down. You know, or we'd admit, oh, man, you know. And uh, he would always find a way to, you know, the kids that missed, hey, let's, let's try this again. Or, you know, let's try this again. And he always made a game out of it, and it was always fun. Yeah, we ran a little bit to, to, to get in shape, you know, for the game and, and, and stuff like that. But it was always the idea was, we're going to learn how to play this game. We're going to have fun doing it. And the scoreboard will take care of itself. Hey, mom and dad, you know, I'll run the team. Okay. I'll, I'll run the practices and, and, and stuff like that. I'll do that. But I, Hey, uh, you know, Mr. Smith over here, really, I really need some help getting some sponsors for the uniforms. Do you think you can handle that for me? Can you, you get a couple of other parents over here and, and go out and get us some sponsors for these uniforms. Or, yeah, we got the sponsor, but we need a design on the uniform. You know, can you check with the league and find out about our what our limitations, what we have to have on the shirt and what we're allowed to have? Okay. Hey, Su- you know, Miss, Miss Susie over here, you know, yeah, we do need snacks after the game. Can you get about six parents? You know, we, we've got 12 games. If you can get six parents, take two games apiece. If you'll do that, help me out with that. And, and again, that's what we came back to the before. If you'll – buttonhole people right they're gonna they're usually gonna jump up and help you and it sounded like to me when he said all we ever talk about in the meetings are snacks and what was the other uh uh he says fruit snacks and sign up sheets yes fruit snacks and sign up sheets basically what it sounds like was okay i need help doing this here's the sign up sheet everybody do that for me right right and again what we say if you ask a group to volunteer you're not going to get much Mm-hmm. You get somebody to say, hey, will you do this? Will you do this? Right, right. Okay. It almost sounds like they're trying to do too much by themselves instead of involving parents. But as the coach, if you're the head coach, you're also the one who's directing the traffic. Sure, sure. And you're, you're going to have to be specific about your requests. Right. And if you'll do that, you're going to get more involvement. But stress – fundamentals and fun right if you get those two things in a youth league the winning will take care of its and you're you're talking to you know you're hearing a very competitive person absolutely that's why you asked this question yeah i'm 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 a very competitive person myself again i made coaching a career right (laughs) in high school where winning is important sure we also figured i also figured out as that coach if my guys aren't having fun they're not going to win. Mm-hmm. Mm. I don't care how hard you work them. I don't care how technically advanced, you know, how technically good they are. If they're not having fun, they're not going to win. Right. Okay. Then I've got to get to the fun first while I'm getting, or not first, maybe second, while I'm getting to the fundamentals, make it fun. 
Absolutely. Make Absolutely. it fun. And, and the winning will come. And with the, win, with the fun comes the involvement. And then you can delegate. And then don't be, again, delegate. Don't yes. do it all by yourself. You and can't do it. And don't forget the words that you said yourself. Youth team. Yes. These are, these are kids, and you're teaching them how to get together and have a good time. This has been Circle Unbroken today. And again, my email address is taft at kennedybroadcasting.com. And I would love to hear from you. You make the mailbag. You make those different sessions great. And we also want you to know that we love being amongst the people. And so you can book us to come see you anytime you would like. Thank you for being with us on today's episode of Circle Unbroken. Make it a good one.